When you go to Xinjiang, the most impressionable aspect of the place is the environment. The main part of Xinjiang is occupied by one of the largest deserts on earth, which is called the Taklamakan. That desert is extremely harsh. It's one of the driest deserts on earth, and it also has some of the most extreme temperatures on earth. I'm Victor Mayer, and I teach in the Department of East Asian Languages and Civilization at the University of Pennsylvania. My road to studying the mummies is a little bit circuitous. I was studying medieval popular Buddhist literature in China, and that involved traveling out to Central Asia quite a bit. I went to the museum in Urumqi uh, scores of times uh, in the 80s, uh, but then one particular time I went to the museum and there was a new room full of mummies that I happened upon in 1988. And when I first looked at them, I was stunned and didn't really quite believe that they were true because uh, they looked too good. They looked too well preserved, especially for the dates that were given. You know, it was said they were 1000 BC, which would make them 3000 years old or even 4000 years old. And since they looked like they had just keeled over a week or so before, uh, I was dubious. From the beginning of my teaching career, I've always maintained that uh, there were intense interconnections between East and West Asia. The people were not just sitting in their own little bailiwicks and living there contentedly, but they were exploring uh, and they were traveling and they were trading. And I believe that they did this from the Bronze Age and even earlier. So I was very delighted when we got these mummies and all of their artifacts because uh, they constituted the smoking gun for uh, connections, interconnections, trade, and all sorts of um, interactions uh, that were missing before. We call this exhibition the Secrets of the Silk Road. Uh, we thought about that, we wrangled over it. Should we really call it the Silk Road? Silk was one of the main objects uh, traded along this uh, trade route. Um, but silk wasn't the only thing. So you may question whether or not it's the best way to refer to that uh, route that spans all the way from the Mediterranean to the Yellow Sea at the other end of Eurasia. It's thousands and thousands of miles long and it wasn't just silk that was being traded along there. The glass, metalware, furs, spices, uh, just about anything you can think of was traded along the Silk Road. So it wasn't just objects and goods that were being transmitted along the Silk Road. There were also ideas, various kinds of ideologies, music, there were musical systems, there were musical instruments, there were all kinds of tunes that were traveling along the Silk Road. We have scripts and uh, religions. Uh, think of uh, Buddhism uh, that went from India to China along the Silk Road and, and the enormous impact that Buddhism has had in China uh, and in the rest of East Asia. And that was an intangible cultural uh, artifact that was going along the Silk Road. So it was not just a, a, a trade in goods it was a trade also in uh, ideas and uh, cultural richness. These interactions in Eastern Central Asia, or Xinjiang if you will, um, are very important for us to understand how we have become what we are. By looking at the objects in the exhibition, 
all of which come from this region, we will have a realization that here, even in America, or if we're Chinese in China, we will see things that, even though they came from this distant region, they're intimately related to us. That um, we can see elements of our own culture, and it, it makes us feel a kind of closeness to those people who lived three or four thousand years ago in this very remote place. So one thing I think when you come to an exhibition like this and look at these objects and these people, you gain a real sense of um, commonality that we're not just isolated, independent cultures. So there are these things from this very, very remote place uh, which belong to us in a way and that we have gained from uh, the people of Eastern Central Asia of three or four thousand years ago.